0: I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You
1: don't
2: stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Burning calories so I can eat garrett's Still a bit confused why I have a pot belly. I
0: bought this bike for several dollars. It's worth the price, now I look like a baller. I'm
2: not tired. I'm not tired at all. Something's
0: expensive when you buy a brand name.
2: She's light as a feather, I'll never have better. Her chains off the chin.
3: I'll never
2: While Matthew Grant, Evan Price, Lance Hapler,
3: and Jake Fontooring whine about being tired and needing time off. I'll be here cranking out gem after gem. We know who does all of the heavy lifting around here, so don't be surprised when it's just me next week. I've got you covered, my friend. Enjoy the dialed podcast and I'll see you next week.
2: I'm you're not going to have your mommies run behind you anymore, wipe your little douches. Oh no, it's time now to turn this mush into muscles. Everywhere I went, I rode my bike. Those were the
0: best days of my life. <laughs> what's the matter?
2: You know what's the matter, I'm unhappy. You agreed to play the turkey. Never agreed. Why would I agree to be the turkey? You know, it's not a big deal, all you do is... You know, cluck 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 and your wave. First of all, we don't cluck. We gobble, okay? I stand corrected. Yeah, and if it's if it's not such a big deal, why don't you be the turkey? You want me to be the turkey? Yeah, come on. You want me to be the turkey. Yeah. I don't think so. Hi, welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I'm Jake Vondering and I'm here with Matt LeGrand.
1: What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? You guys are looking Skype-tastic today. <laughs>
2: In, uh, to his digital left or right, I'm not quite sure, can't really tell because of Skype, uh, Mr. Lance Hapler, Hey,
3: it's Lance Romance. I am uh, on location again today. How are you guys doing?
1: Lance, where in the world are you?
3: Uh, I'm now in Utah. Um, I'm back in Provo, Orem area, south of Salt Lake. So I'm actually sitting in the Marriott Residence Inn at the moment because... We came down here and rented a place for our three kids for Thanksgiving, keeping our group on six people, and that's what we're doing down here. So Keep it tight, Pod. Keep it tight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and sitting across the table from me, last but not least, Mr. Evan Price.
0: Mike, actually here in studio. It's, it's weird. I feel like, I, feel like we, I, I should just Skype in like from barely outside the room so that we can just all be on Skype together. That can be
2: arranged. You want to go, go sit outside the be lounge? welcoming
0: that way, yeah. <laughs> I just sit, just sit in the middle of the clinic. Uh, I'm drinking organic clean protein this morning. I'm not sure how clean it technically is. I don't know. I can't pronounce some of the things on the back here.
2: That just doesn't but look like it tastes all that great.
0: It really doesn't, but it kind of gets the job done. Yeah, it's got things I can't pronounce on the back. Most things I can pronounce on here, though. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a lie. It's probably 50-50 shot. And what are you chasing that down with? Uh, a couple peanut butter pretzels for lunch here. <laughs> couple? I, I see a I think, massive bag from <laughs> yeah. Trader Joe's over there. That bag is supposed to, lag to last this entire week. Odds of it making the entire week are pretty low, but yeah. Know. What are what are we virtually drinking here? Jake's Jake's gulping on a Kirkland, our former sponsor, Kirkland. Yeah, former sponsor Kirkland. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Had some leftover stock. Rough, rough,
0: r- rough relationship <laughs> there now. Matt is probably drinking himself a Lacroix. Am I right? I- Oh, yeah. No. We're just going to assume he's drinking a LaCroix. And then Lance is probably sipping on a Monster would be my guess.
2: Sounds like the boys are uh, disconnected from uh, us on Skype. Lance, you there?
3: Here. I can see you guys. I don't know what's going on. I
1: don't know. Not quite sure. What Lance, you, Lance I'm it's fine. I'm seeing Lance working, but I think that the lab is having some connection issues. Maybe.
0: We're going to blame the lab now. We can All hear right. you now. It's so, the lab's
2: fault. Don't worry. We can hear you guys. What, are, right. you, what are you gents drinking?
0: I'm drinking Perrier water. Ooh. Oh, that was not going to be my first. Fancy, guess. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Fancy. How about you, Matt? And eating Fig Newtons. There you go. <laughs> I'm gonna,
1: yeah, I'm gonna sneak downstairs and get a Kirkland sparkling water oh. while you guys backpedal
2: or something. Gotcha. Yeah. Excellent. Gotcha. Speaking of backpedaling, Evan, why don't you go first today again?
0: Back pedal. Hmm. Hmm. What did I do this last week? I actually had a somewhat productive training week. It was it was not that bad. I decided very last minute on Saturday that I was going to with uh, Josh Mondo and myself decide that we were going to kind of do a race day Saturday, like just a fun race simulation day. So we virtually hopped on to Zwift, as where all important bike racing happens these days. Am I right, Lance? (laughs) (laughs) We jumped into, there's this thing called the Saturday Crit Smash or something, or Smash Crit or something like that. It's a really, really competitive, it's where a lot of the actual, like, online, you know, Zwift, like, pro Zwifters will jump into that race on Saturdays. So it's a big field. It's like over 100 people for uh, the, the A race. So it's it's a lot of fun to jump into. Um, early start. So even got a little bit of like butterflies on Friday night, which was fun just for the sake of like feeling butterflies before a race again. So we got up, got uh, into the race, and it's it's it, it never ceases to amaze me how ridiculous Swift racing is in the beginning, like first 10 minutes. There's it, it, like a 30, you know, it's like a 32-mile course or whatever. And so that's a longer, you know, that's like an hour and 15 minute race. And the first 10 minutes, just to hold with the front group of what was like 30 or 40 guys, I had to put out like six watts per kilo for almost 10 minutes. And then of course, Ouch. minute 10, I get spit out the back because I'm not holding that for the rest of the race. But you have to be able to hold that for like 15 minutes to stay with that gr- front group of 30. I mean, these guys are insane. And so I get spit out the back, get into a nice little chase group and basically hang with the chase group um I get away on climbs and I get caught later as I usually do in those races and uh ended up being around like uh right around that 305 to 310 normalized power range for like an hour and 15 minutes and felt like well within myself for the rest of it so that's a good sign to finish like in the middle of an off season but right after that me and Josh decided hey let's go to the Camus High School track where our very own Matt Legrand was going to be out there socially distancing a cross a little cross country workout with his with his kids. Yeah, and, paper uh, Makers. exactly with the with with one of the, the the best cross country teams in the nation with the most intimidating mascot ever for anybody listening one to this. One of the most
1: best or the best, Evan.
0: The best mascot name, maybe ma- best <laughs> mascot name, top three overall cross country team we will say, but far and away the best mascot name, the papermakers. Anybody listening to this and they're like, "Why is Camus Washington's high school team named the Papermakers?" It is because there's a paper mill in Camus. That's basically the reason. <laughs> Matt, have, haven't they asked to change the name a few times?
1: It it has been talked about.
0: I don't think um, they should change. it. I think it's awesome.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. It could. I, hopefully, they'll just keep it the same. But it's been talked about, and there was rumors that it was changing, like. Three or four years ago, and everyone was very hush hush about it, but I think it just got squashed for some reason. Oh, thank God!
0: Good because I think I think it's awesome that they're the paper makers. But so, uh, I had just recently bought a pair of track shoes because I'm trying to pretend like I'm not almost thirty. So I, you know, throw them on. They're the Nike Matumbos, which are way different than the track shoes I remember from like last track shoes I had when I think I was like nineteen. I was in my freshman year at Ohio Northern, and. Uh, threw him on and me and Josh warmed up. And basically we were just going to do an all out 5k on tired legs after Zwifting. Both felt good. We had Matt out there and our good friend, David Goodman, um, yelling out. It was super to, nice us. to come out there. Oh yeah. David, David was awesome. It, it was great to have David out there. David and Matt are both very calming presents too, which definitely helps when you're not feeling awesome. So um we set it up so josh started staggered 200 meters ahead of me basically and then the goal was we were going to finish very similar you know we, I, I was gonna have to chase him down the whole time which would work for both of us motivation wise when you're only racing one other person so uh went out and felt good at like what was i hit in the first point at like 115s or something like that 75s 76s
1: yeah like five to
0: 78s. Yeah, and then I think I fell off to, like, 80s for the last bit and then tried to close what fast. What was
1: first mile, 508?
0: 508, and I think I went, what, 512 or something like that after that, so dropped off a little bit. But I'll, I'll, I'll take it. It was, like, 1620, so the the goal would be off the bike to be under 16 by, you know, middle, end of the winter. Hopefully end of the winter be under 16 off the bike. Good. But, yeah, that was basically my weekend.
2: Well done. A lot of virtual things. Well done. Mm-hmm. How about you, Matt? What you been up to?
1: I um, made it on the trainer every day this week so far. I haven't missed it. day. I don't know where we're at. We've got to be in the high 90s, 95, 96, something like that.
2: Today will be 97.
1: Today will be 97. Correct. Um, 97. I swam twice. I kind of tried to run twice. The Achilles is still in tatters, and um, I'm gonna try and take Evan's advice and continue to use the cut shoe method.
0: you get you a new means, heel cup too. I was telling Kristen.
1: Yeah, I have um, I have some shoes with that are, have the heel cut out of them. I cut more of the heel out just so there's no rubbing or anything like that at all. So um, yeah, I'll just keep playing with that. And then uh, bike wise, I spend a fair amount of time with doing a lot of just. You the hour in and then uh the the only thing that was interesting was I called up my friend Lance Happler. you guys might oh no and uh <laughs> I said Lance bring that bike over here the old mountain bike and uh he had you know he's got 24 mountain bikes laying around his house and so <laughs> he did one of those like spin around with his arms pointed out, and he just picked one off the wall and grabbed it and brought it over. So then I went mountain biking on Saturday with the cross-country team. And, nice. Uh, uh, I even went on the track a little bit with Evan. So Evan was running his last lap, basically, and I came around on the mountain bike and just heckled him real hard.
0: Worked that was perfectly. Good. <laughs> yep. Fastest then, I'll ever close.
1: Uh, what's great is I can go out with the cross-country kids wherever they're going, you know, on the fields or whatever, and no problem with that bike. Uh, and then uh, after that, it was like, I think it was one of those weird things where it was like, I had about 45 minutes of riding in, you need to get the hour in. Um, but then you know I had done some other stuff, like I had a separate thing where I had another five minutes. Anyway, it was one of those things where I was like, I better just go out and ride some more um, to make sure I have my you know hour in. So I went out and I tried uh, some more difficult trails, which did not go great. I went behind Fallen Leaf Lake. <laughs> Um, there was a lot of like falling off the bike kind of stuff, but I didn't get hurt, which is good, but it's really fun being on the bike. And, uh, when I'm on it and, you know, not falling off of it, it's really pretty for sure. So do you know know who's uh, way more balanced
0: than you, Matt, your, your son, your son, Ethan was constantly impressing me on the skateboard and it just amazes me because he's so well balanced on the skateboard. And I watch you yes. move, and I'm just like, I don't know where Ethan got it from. It has to be from Kristen because it's not from Matt. Must be the gymnastics. From it, oh, it's the like, gymnastics from Chrissy right. It's not from Matt. Oh. <laughs> if anything, <laughs> Matt if Matt is holding him back. <laughs>
1: like, so in gymnastics, which she was like part of an NCAA championship team, she was like an all-around gymnast. She was a very good gymnast. This is where the athleticism
0: uh, comes from. Okay.
1: Her her best event was beam. It,
0: it's, it's, it's in Ethan's genes. He's got it yeah so I like well to balanced. think it's
1: could be could be mine could be mine, but who knows we don't know if, if, if we <laughs>
0: it's, it's a toss up know. between the two you know
1: you may That's never spoiled. know but uh yeah, so he is got that skill and um so okay.
2: oh no, hold on a second matt we're uh we're losing you again this is exhilarating podcasting going on here. So, Try one more time, Matt.
1: Yeah, let me know when we're back. And I think if we're you're back. Able to hear me?
2: Talk fast. Go. Anytime. Yeah, okay. Someone <laughs>
1: downloads from the lab. Uh, yeah. So on Sunday, what was cool was the um, using like the like I, I sent I sent a message to Lance. I couldn't decide between road bike and mountain bike, and I convinced Ethan to go out mountain biking with me, which was really cool. And we did all these cool trails behind uh, Round Lake. It was great.
2: Yeah. So nice. I saw
1: I saw um, Jake out there at the very end of our ride, Jake and Sean.
2: Yep, Sean and I were just getting started on a little gravel bike ride. That was fun. Good seeing you out there. Nice. Hi, right, Mr. Hepler. Backpedal. Yes. Can you hear me okay? Right, we can.
3: Uh, that's too bad. Okay.
2: Um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, um, I had a pretty strange week for me. I actually had to Zwift three times, so...
2: You poor soul! Oh man, I yes, don't know how you managed. Absolutely. I did
3: Zwift, I did a team ride, which was a little uh, interaction with Evan on the team ride. Evan, do you remember uh, what happened there?
0: Oh, absolutely. I'll tell. I'll tell this story just to purely humble myself here. Lance also had ridden actually quite a bit before the ride too. So I did.
3: I did forty miles on Zwift before the. Before the team ride, because yeah. I had extra time, and why not? So yeah.
0: so, so, my, my I, I rush back from work so I can get on at, I think it's almost like seven on the dot. So they're about like a good 15, 20, maybe 30 minutes into the ride by this point. So Lance is like two and a half hours into his ride. Now, in my defense, I got on with the sole purpose of finding Lance <laughs> and annoying the heck out of him. I had no workout. My workout structure was annoy Lance. Whatever interval structure that ended up being. so That
3: seems to be my wife's goal in life, too. So, I basically took good.
0: Brandy's interval approach for a, an actual <laughs> workout. Of course, I also annoyed Cassie, who was like very concentrated to do well on the climb. And I jump on, and I'm like, you know where Lance is? She's like, shut up and just ride. I'm like, okay, cool. So they're on Box Hill for the first time on this. Right? So I go up and catch, who are you with, Lance? Like Andy, I think it was you and Andy were blowing up the, the, the group ride.
3: Yeah, it was me and yeah. Andy. Yeah. Andy. Andy and Andy Lance were,
0: were pulling a classic, like, you know, let's let's make a virtual ride no longer fun for anybody else. So <laughs> they, they, I get with them, and my, my goal is just to try and, like, drop you guys a couple times, I think. And I think I dropped you once, but Lance was just basically holding nice and steady, getting ready to drop a bomb the next time up on Box Hill, which I was not quite aware of. So I turn around, come back to them, and we're working hard getting up to Box Hill And we hit Box Hill, and Lance is starting to throw down numbers that I am not capable of staying with. I will not sit here and lie on this podcast and say, like, oh, no, I was just going to, the goal was just to tempo up it. No, I was for sure trying to stay with Lance, and it was not happening. I was getting dropped by one second, by two seconds, and he was not coming back. I have no idea what you were (laughs) dropping watts wise there. And then I made the excuse for myself that I was going to stop at 45 minutes. So with like a minute left on Box Hill, I just left the ride. So I didn't have to like <laughs> realize how far so behind. Even, so I didn't, I didn't have didn't, to officially get dropped. on that.
3: <laughs> uh, You didn't even finish it up the hill. All I knew is that you were hanging with me and I was trying to hold like 400 Watts up it. And I was starting to blow up. And then all of a sudden. On Evan. So yeah, I had to do was to hold on just a tad longer and it would have been ugly.
0: Oh, I can, I can promise you the, the, the elastic was, was starting to break on me too. I, I don't think 400 was going to be capable of holding all the way to the top. So, <laughs> so I got, I, now this is the only time I'll say virtual riding doesn't count is when I get dropped by Lance. Now, otherwise virtual riding is <laughs> real riding, but this is, this is the one time I'll say it's not anybody who rides with Lance now though, should be very very aware that you're probably not going to be able to drop them on a climb anymore. I don't think that's happening so.
3: well, we'll have to see my uh week I drove to Utah um we got to Thursday no Friday i what day I got here anyway, and I've been riding outside in Salt Lake. It has been very cold. It's been in the thirties. Um, but it's been sunny and dry, and so I've been. I rode my road bike um, a couple of days up some big canyons, Emigration Canyon, and up Hubble Creek Canyon. And then, um, um this morning I rode, uh, I did like a 25 mile mountain bike um, around Provo, so it was good. But that's it, that's that's my week.
2: Cool. Got any big plans for the weekend?
3: Um, we're here with our kids, so I'm just going to try to keep up the dot 100 Is left to go. Yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Three days left to go to hit the Dodd-100, and then, um, it, we're just, we're just hanging out. So we're going to be here in Utah Valley all week, I'm pretty sure.
2: Fun. Cool. I'll hit mine real quick, and then we can jump into some bigger and better things. Um, did a bunch of swifting this week, like everybody else, did the team ride on, uh, Tuesday. And it was kinda of funny to watch Lance just bust off the front of that despite the fact that we had some protocol that we were supposed to follow. Lance is like, see ya <laughs> So um
3: I'm yeah. blaming Andy for that. I was just trying to chase yeah. Andy down, but then when I <laughs> caught him, he wouldn't stop, so I kept going.
0: Oh I'm I'm always in full support of blowing up virtual rides because you don't have to deal with anybody
2: actually yelling at you. You can just turn off the comments on there. So There you <laughs> go. Yeah. And then uh the week this weekend I rode with Sean Sean Martin I rode with him on Saturday and Sunday. We did a little 60-mile loop around Clark County which was fun. It was like a little metric. I think it was the Rack Metric Century if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And I was um thinking that it was going to be a beautiful day to ride outside. The forecast said that it was supposed to be sunny and you usually if it's even if it's cold if you get a little sun out here it feels pretty good. And there was a fog advisory there was Kicked in and and I basically waited as long as I could. The fog finally lifted at my house, and Sean had pinged me. I'm like, "Let's do this." It was kind of like a last second thing, and I'm like, "All right, if it's going to be sunny out, I'm going to try and sneak in, like wearing just a standard kit and then put on some uh like a vest or something like that." Got out on the bike and womp womp womp. The sun never really came out, and as a matter of fact, it got colder and cloudier as the ride was uh, going. Finished that ride with a, we'll say about a 25-minute shower just to get my body temperature back up because I could not feel my feet when I came in the house. It was cold. It was
0: cold just being outside at all, let alone on a bicycle.
2: Yeah. So that was fun. And then I did a little gravel ride with him on Sunday, which was fun. That's when we bumped into Matt and Ethan. And that was my week, 10.5 hours of riding and a little over 200 miles. So not bad. How many weeks have how you was been your in gra- hours? Oh Wait, what? what? Oh, Those was two questions. How was,
1: gra- how was the gravel ride?
2: gravel ride was awesome. Yeah, there was... um. A lot of people out on the trails, and a lot of them were throwing a little bit of shade at us for some reason. I don't know why. There was people were just grumpy yesterday. Maybe it's the whole new COVID lockdown thing, and I don't know. They were just they didn't like seeing cyclists out there. They just didn't seem too happy with us being on the trails riding. Just on Heritage, Uh, where where were you? It was more back in Round Lake where we were getting a little bit of eye, and out there on the Washugel Dyke, there was a few people that weren't too keen on us.
0: Was Round Lake pretty crowded? Um, I was going to maybe, if it's weather nice, was going to go hike run out there.
2: There, were, Some of the more popular trails were pretty... Gotcha. Um, I
0: got lost in around Lake Super Easy, so, yeah. yeah.
2: But, yeah, that's, that's about it for me. How about some lead-out news? Do we have any news this week? Is Champ Bailey here? Are we doing the whole Champ Bailey thing? <laughs> Has he retired Our yet?
3: Champ is here.
2: he in his off-season?
3: There's not a whole lot to report. Uh, there's been no racing... Um, but the only thing that I found was interesting is uh, Wout Van Aert and Matthew Vanderpool are both going to do cyclocross in Belgium Sweet. and in uh, Netherlands this world. the the rest of the the rest of the year Wout has one two three four five like seven races he's planning on doing and wow. so does Matthew Vanderpool. So they're both going to try to do several races and um, race the. World Championships uh, for cyclocross as well, so neither of them are given up, and the rivalry continues into the mud. So that should be interesting.
0: Thank God, we need something to watch. That's good. Yeah, those I know. I was, two, I was trying to keep up on a little bit of the cyclocross, but to be honest, I don't know any cyclocrossers in Belgium outside of Wout and MVP. So those were the two. The women's race is really exciting, actually. Yeah, there's some super str- Like the top three women keep on going at it in all these races. And they're 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 an exciting bunch to watch. They are like head and shoulders bunts ahead of the rest of the field. But there's a friend of mine who yeah, – That's been interesting. There's an old friend of mine, Becca Faringer, who's American, who's racing over in Europe, and she had a bad crash in the last race, a very bad one. You know, like went straight over the handlebars on a sharp downhill. But outside Ooh. of that, she's been doing great, you know, for being able to be over there and racing.
2: Cool.
3: But Becca stood by her bike for a couple minutes and decided, uh, I I think I'm okay, and jumped on and finished the race. I know so she she's, still finished after the crash.
0: Oh, and she's tough. She she has always been tough as nails. I mean, I, I even remember when you know she she was living in Dayton, Ohio. Still, she was she was tough. She she would ride in like the worst weather too, like Ohio winter weather. She like jump on her road bike with like a winter coat on and still go out and ride.
2: Was this that was the Super Prestige? That, I think
0: so. Is that what it's yes. called? Was it Lance? It's yeah. past weekend. Yeah, I yeah. was trying to watch on YouTube yeah. to to get it, and that was just the thing they kept on showing over was her crash. So that was yeah. that was rough.
2: A local hero Claire Hansinger was there. Was Claire there too? She nice. was the highest finishing American, but she was still kind of deep. I think like finished around around twentieth or something like that. Yeah, maybe a little bit more.
0: It's pretty dominated by the that, Dutch and Belgians right yeah. right now. Yeah.
3: Yes, it is.
2: A couple yeah.
0: Brits too, but yeah. What
2: else you got, champ? That's
0: it.
3: That's all I got. Nothing did, else is really happening. Did you uh, hear- all the tour favorites from last year are all, are all healing up from their things like Egon Bernal and Remco Evanpool. They all say they're on the mend, so mm-hmm. I don't know. That's not news.
2: Whatever. Did you guys hear about the two <laughs> the two women who were handed like six-month bans by Zwift?
0: Okay, I've got the, the, the best lead-out news story that I will provide from the virtual world right now. Guess who was in my race on Saturday morning? Who's that? Lizzie Duncombe, the one who, one of the women who was suspended from that. She was in my group. She was in my, in in that Chase group. I have, Cassie, I have a picture from Lizzie's um, Strava, and I'm in the little corner piece of it. Oh, really? She was in the bridge group. Yeah. And she was suspended for she's doing something data wise. That's like giving not
2: good numbers. She's a, she's a pro iron, uh, uh, iron woman. Is she using that program that Matt built to alter her, uh, her number? Her power I don't know. She, she, she's smarter <laughs> than me. This
0: is the only way that I know that I can't be cheating on Zwift is I barely figured out how to actually use Zwift. So let alone, could I actually figure out how any way to, to bug it? But yeah, she was, she was in that race. Cause it's a non, so she's suspended from prize purse races.
2: Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Um, she that, that that Saturday race, even though a lot of fast people will come out for it, and she's a pro Zwifter, but you know, pro Zwifters will come out and do it without because it's not a prize purse race.
2: Now, what was it that she got busted for, though? Wasn't it the secondary file that she was supposed to hand over, and for whatever reason, she said that it only captured, like, the first, like, I don't know, 30 seconds or something like that. And then her her Garmin died and it was just like all these likely excuses.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was a pretty big like prize money race too. And I think she did Uh, more than one race too. So it was like a little bit of a pattern.
2: How much prize money are in these
0: races? That's a good question. I don't know. I know. I know. It's enough that Lionel Sanders decided, like, last minute to jump into the pro race. Oh, really? Pro pro tri race. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And he won won a little bit of money. He. I mean, it's it, it's enough money where I think somebody would change their training structure to jump into it. So interesting. Yeah.
2: Good times. Anything else, champ? I saw this too. Oh, Matt. Um, go ahead.
0: What happened was, was uh, some,
1: like, the idea of her aunt was adjusted. Um, so that it didn't look like it was coming from the correct like location. But they didn't do that great of a job adjusting the files that they had to send in. And so it was pretty clear that they had doctored it. Uh, and they're basically they were gonna like they weren't gonna they were gonna not make a big deal of it until she like lied and was like, No, we or it was her team basically that adjusted the file and then she kinda of collaborated with the team and was like, Yeah, this is the real file and they were like, Okay, now now you've lied to us and we can tell that you've adjusted this file. You know, I think that was the big deal on why she's been suspended going forward.
0: Huh? Yeah. There, there was also God speaking of cheating news too. There was uh, Matt. You, you know, Super League, right? Yep. The short course triathlon racing. Um, there was a guy who was suspended and now just basically retired. Uh, his name Ben something. I forget his last name, but he uh, crashed early on in one of the very first Super League races, and he just got popped for. Uh, some performance enhancing drug i didn't didn't look into which one yeah (laughs) and also not super bummed to see that because this this guy was not well liked in the field either when he was caught on camera during super league like cussing out an official once too so this was not a super big bummer for anybody who who follows short course racing because um i'm kind of glad to see him gone honestly he was he was a jerk so there's no room for that in any sport no, and also uh, this is—it's like me and Matt have mentioned on this too. Once testing ramps back up, going back into this Olympic cycle, and depending on what Tokyo is going to look like, this is going to start happening left and right. I think there were a lot of people that took advantage of 2020 and the the, the lack of testing, the disorganization of testing, and it's just God, I. You would hope that we're over this stuff in endurance sports, but we are clearly not cuz it's going to keep on coming around. If people are are cheating virtual in virtual races, it's not a far stretch to say okay, let's push, you know, performance enhancing drugs further and further in 2020. Yeah. yeah.
1: I still have some ideas for like software ways that I could easily cheat in Zwift. <laughs> I've looked at like the the way like the requirements for prize purses and stuff like that. I I can do it in a way that could easily cheat and not be detectable and like you should do i'll I'll be making a video about this hopefully next year i'll make a video about it
0: but you uh, you should do a video on that matt for sure because i think i mean it's people keep on getting angry about it with money getting thrown into these races now and it's i mean so it's got to figure out a way to way to monitor this
1: yeah well
2: do the breaking up again matt sorry
1: You know, talk to Zwift and be like,
2: "This is." Now, let me ask you a question, Matt, real quick. Hopefully, we can hear you. Would Zwift be able to contact somebody like you to actually build something that could help de- detect or track down when somebody was cheating or when somebody was doing something like you're you're um, alluding to, like a, a program that could help you do this without being detected?
1: I think it would be really hard to detect it. So, gotcha. I mean. There, yeah, there's. I mean, that's the thing is like, what? It's so hard to, you know, like we're taking just digital files, and you can just ad- adjust the digital files. I just don't know how to detect that easily. But yeah, I mean, I think that's the key is. Hopefully, I'll I will turn over all of my software to them and be like, hey, here's how I would do it. Can you guys figure this out? And if they maybe have an answer for it, but they, yeah. you know, if not, then they at least have like this is a known, you know, weakness to this particular problem so gotcha. we'll see
0: ask him I need one million dollars to unveil this information to you <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll give it to him for free we'll gotcha.
0: see you're such a nice guy
2: alright I think that's a wrap on the old lead out news let's jump into some Patreon updates real quick we have a new Patreon you guys Mr. Nathan Skanky, he is uh, our latest and greatest, and in, in, gosh, I think we're up to like 17, maybe 18 Patreons now. That just still blows my mind. We, it, it's, it's good stuff. It's really helping us do some neat things here, and uh, it's just another person to put into the uh, the old raffle pool. So if you yourself are interested in becoming a Patron, you can go to dialpodcast.com and click on the Patreon link to um, select a Patreon that works best for you. We're going we're gonna to have to cap off
0: the Patreons because we have a very small little bowl that we pull from and I'm not sure how many pieces <laughs> of paper can actually fit into it, so we're going to have to measure that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Got room for a couple more, so don't don't wait too long, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, thing number one for this week. I we have two things this week for our topic. Thing number one, just real quick, I want to run through this, and I don't want to take very long, but Black Friday is coming. Yeah, that's this week, right? Black Friday? Yeah. Right? This Friday. This Friday, yeah. This Where did this come from? The whole holidays thing's here. I'm driving through my neighborhood, and there's Christmas lights already up. I'm like, wow, I I feel like it was just summertime. But uh, Black Friday's coming up, and I just wanted to run around the table real quick and have you guys toss out some things that you have seen or know that are coming up on Black Friday that would be a good deal for a cyclist, triathlete, or endurance athlete. What do you guys got?
0: Uh, Home Depot has a deal on little shop backs right now, which is nice for our garage, because our pancave garage gets dirty and you really can't use a normal vacuum on some of the rubber that we lay down underneath the trainers and treadmills this is real like this is something like we're now looking into so i think black friday i kind of want to go get a shop vac
2: now do you know for sure that shop vacs are going to be on black friday deals that's what they said on the little sticker thingy there at home depot oh, when wow. yeah
0: excited to pick up an organizational shelf for the clinic so yeah
2: nice <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: that's the one a little bit outside of the cycling world, but pretty important to your pain caves. So. But that's what we rely on
2: you for, Evan. <laughs> that, stuff all that French stuff, really. yeah. <laughs> um, Lance, how about you? What, do, what have you seen? Any uh, deals coming up?
3: Um, the only deals I've seen, there are some websites that that sell cycling stuff that do Black Friday deals, like the competitive cyclist. Um, um that I know they have a couple of deals, especially on glasses and sunglasses and apparel and even some whole bikes, you know, from last year's model. But sure. that's that's all I've seen.
2: Matt's usually pretty tied into this stuff. As a matter of fact, I think Matt has done some videos on this kind of stuff before. Um what are you seeing out there, Matt?
1: Yeah, I do a video each year. I mean, I say that like I've been on YouTube forever. Uh, Last year, I did a video on Black Friday deals. I plan to do another one. Uh, That being said, I haven't done a ton of research yet because a lot of the announcements don't happen until, you know, Thanksgiving. Uh, And so I try.
2: Man, this is a bummer that we're having some bad Internet connection here. Matt, you dropped out a little bit. One more time.
1: Uh, a lot of the announcements don't happen until the day of, But there are a whole lot that has. You know, Got it. that Phoenix 5 watch for, for dirt cheap. Yeah. It's like, I don't remember, it's like 300 bucks or less for wow. the Phoenix 5.
2: Yeah, it's uh, a few years old, but it's still a solid watch.
1: Yeah, Phoenix 5 is still a great watch. Um, so yeah, and I know that the nine forty five is still like a hundred dollars off. There's a lot of crazy deals right now for Black Friday uh, that are already happening. I expect some more deals. I mean, I'm from a triathlon side of things. Um, Roka has a deal that's like fifty percent off on a lot of their stuff, depending on what you want from them. Not everything is fifty percent off, but a lot of things are.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, but I'm looking for Steli. You know, something like. Some winter clothes gear, maybe something like that. So, I'm that look out for.
2: Gotcha. Now I have run across a few things from Garmin that are going to be coming down the pipeline. Matt already alluded to a few of them. Um, I believe there are a couple watches that are coming out. There that little inreach thing that Lance uses. Um, Yeah, I got a little um, whisper that that's going to be on sale, and I don't know why they put this in the email to me, but the little. Dog training callers are gonna be on sale too. So for those of you that have oh, a dog well, out there, there there might be some sort of a play there because if you like to run with your dog and you don't want to have the dog on the leash and you wanna be able to, you know, help control them with some vibrations and tones and things like that, that actually works out pretty slick. We use that for our dog and it it, it works beautifully. As a matter of fact, my wife was just running with Zeke at the track and she ran with them the entire time off leash. And he stayed right by our side. And if he ever started to wander, if you know, if he for some reason missed his cue, you just hit the beep button, and he knows that that means get back here right now. Works like a charm. So um, I know that. Go- I,
3: I ride with my dog. I ride with my dog all the time. Yep. And the only way I can do that is with that virtual leash. Yep. Yes.
2: Yeah. Same thing. Works pretty slick.
3: Yeah. And the dogs
1: know. Like you put that on there, and they start listening. We call it our listening collar because you don't have to use it. Yeah. But she just knows if it's on there.
2: Yep, exactly. And my dog, to the point where he's had that for pretty much his entire time, his entire time with us, like you just have to show him the remote. Like, hey, see this? You right. <laughs> pay attention, bud. And he's like, oh, sorry, Dad. Okay. <laughs> but um, a couple other things real quick. I know that GoPro is going to be having some deals for yeah. for Black Friday. So you can check out the new GoPro Hero 9 And the 8. I've seen the 8 on sale at actually at Costco, I think, for like 275 bucks or $279. That's pretty stinking cheap for a Hero 8, and those are still a fantastic uh, little action camera. And then the Insta360, their modular 360 camera, that thing is pretty cool. Um, That's going to be on sale as well. I think I saw up to, I think it's over $100 off on that thing. So it just depends on which package you get. Kind of thought that was kind of neat. Matt just got the new one, if I'm not mistaken. That came out the Insta yeah, 360. I haven't even
1: opened yet. Was it the 2X Back or here. X2 or something Back here like here that? somewhere?
2: Yeah, you haven't opened that yet.
1: How? Well, you? I have. I've got to find time. My yeah, I got to find time to play with a lot of things. But
2: I'll find some um, time to play with that thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, come over, borrow it. Uh But the there's also um there's what's that bag bike company? It's like Scion or something like Scion, that.
0: Scion, yeah. Scion, yeah. Yeah.
1: Scion, okay, so they have a deal um, for Black Friday and then also for Cyber Week. Uh, and then there's another company called Rovi, which does – it's kind of a – I'd say like a Zwift competitor. Um, I think that they're offering like 50% off of their membership stuff.
0: Was Rovi the company that was doing the virtual Iron Man races for a bit, Matt?
1: Yeah, I think so. And the way that they work is it's kind of like – the video of the course is live, but then you're a virtual character on the live yeah. video. Yeah, and it's
0: supposed to be like super accurate to the courses that they they're using yeah, because too. You're recording, yeah.
1: you're actually recording a video of the course. Like someone drives it with a camera or you know, bikes it with a camera nice. and then you're a virtual person put into that particular video. Does that make sense?
0: Pretty
2: cool. Yep. So yeah on, on that though, when you speed up, does the actual video speed up or are you just still kinda of go yeah. along at the same clip? It does speed up. Yeah,
1: the video speeds up. And they do actually drop in some digital items onto the real. So you're mixing digital items with real items as well. And so you'll see like um, street signs and things like that that are placed into the video um, and stuff like that. And some of that stuff will give you a little bit more of that feel of, of depth of speed, if that makes sense. So, gotcha. if, you know, you're feeling as you're going forward. Uh, but, yeah, if you pick up the pace, you know, if you're going um, – you know, pushing maybe like 10 watts, and I'm not saying that I do that, but like, let's just say <laughs> you do, uh, then you might be different than someone like Evan that kind of pushes a few more watts than I do. So,
0: five or six more, probably a <laughs>
2: couple more. That's fun. Cool. And then the, the last thing that I've seen that's going to be coming up with a special, as a matter of fact, I think they just announced it yesterday, is Aftershocks, which are the uh-huh. bone conduction headphones. I think those things mm-hmm. are fantastic. We actually carry them down here at the lab, but they're running a, another little special on those and this might be a good time of year to consider picking something like that up so that you don't get frustrated and angry when a cyclist comes by you and you're walking on the trail in the middle of the trail can't hear hear anybody yeah yeah.
0: those they they are great i i run with a pair and for me it's nice in the clinic if i'm running on the treadmill because i can hear everybody around me so if somebody needs to come up and talk to me i can just i can hear the music and still hear them perfectly well it's kind of crazy i don't really you know it's I know it's 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 almost like a like a nerd out session where you know which cranial nerve you're working off of, but it's crazy how if you if you work off of bone conduction vibration you can still get a lot of feedback from like, you know, surrounding sound around you. It's it's kinda nuts, but definitely a safer way to listen to music if you're gonna be running on trails, biking on trails, doing anything like that. Yeah. Don't listen to music on the road. Lance. Lance. <laughs> Lance. I'm usually I'm
3: usually listening to podcasts, not Music, but sometimes I listen to music. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Gotcha.
3: I think Roth Prima, which is not exactly local, but they're
1: in like the Eugene area. Um, They also have a Black Friday. I think it's around 55% off of their wheels, which is pretty good. Um, I don't know. I I think that they're a company that's kind of like loved a bit by a fair amount of cyclists because they're a unique company for sure. Sure.
2: Cool. Mm -hmm. Any other little last-minute items you guys can toss out. There's a good time of year to pick up stuff for those stocking stuffers or holiday gifts. Um, so Black Friday is a good time to pick up those things, obviously. And just wanted to see if you guys had anything else up your sleeve. Anything else?
0: What's the Cyber Day? I always forget which Cyber Day. Cyber, Cyber Monday, Day. isn't it? Is that the next Monday? Cyber after?
1: Monday. But they're calling it like Cyber Week now. Oh, of
2: course they are.
0: Oh, well, they extended it to an entire week? <laughs> oh. uh, is that, polar. Is
1: that just... I talk about Polar a lot. Uh, I have some... We have some uh, Black Friday deals. I think their big deal is on a watch called the Polar Unite, which is um, it's a, a little bit of a lighter weight watch, and it's a really nice screen towards our audience, which are cyclists that are doing longer stuff. So, gotcha. A lot of pretty much every company is doing something.
2: Cool. We'll keep tabs on that. That should be fun to follow. And I'm curious to see what you guys pick up on Friday. Mm-hmm. If you're going to buy anything. All right. Thing number two. Thing number two will be our 2021 predictions and hot takes. What do you guys got? Hot takes. Hot Hot takes takes for
0: for 2021, 2021 professional cycling and triathloning if races actually happen. Let's go. Hot take, Matt. Who's your pick to win Kona 2021? Um the Ironman world championship.
1: Yeah. I want to go out on the ledge and say like Javier Gomez or something like oh, that
0: way out there. <laughs> I like knows? that. I like that pick. I like that pick. I'll go way I out. Mean, I'll, I'll go way out too. And say Alistair Brownlee. Yeah.
1: That's not I'll that far you. out there. would be like the safe, bet. it's a boring like, pick. Yeah, it's boring. It's a boring pick.
0: Yeah.
2: Is he recovering from getting hit by, by the car?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. not going to be racing in Daytona if Daytona happens. So yeah, he's, he's out for a bit. It's a bummer. Yep.
2: That's a, it's a lovely hot take there.
0: Yes. It's a, it's a, it's a warm take at best. That's a <laughs> lukewarm take. A hot take would be like, God, what's a, what's a hot take here? Like Chris Lieferman from Boulder, Colorado. That's a hot take.
2: Hmm. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> Lance, <laughs> do you have any hot takes or any 2021 predictions?
3: My biggest prediction is I don't I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of racing again, local racing that happens. I hate to think that or say that, but...
0: Boo, Lance, boo. I, boo. I
3: just think that this thing is just going to be take longer than we think. I hope I'm wrong. I hope there's racing by the fall, but...
2: Hey, had you asked so. me about three or four months ago if there would have been racing in the spring, I would have said, I think so. I think it's very plausible that there would be racing in the spring. If you ask me now, I almost emphatically say no there's there's not going to be any racing bike racing here in in the spring will we have any racing racing, in the summer that's that remains to be seen i'm going to say that that's a coin toss if we have Mm -hmm. any racing in the summer we might see the occasional time trial but i don't think we're going to see any large format stuff open mass start stuff i I i'd like to
0: see some time trials i kind of agree with you i
2: think time trials and running races would be
0: the easiest to distance between everything yeah
2: but what makes me super sad about that is that you know, we missed the, the Portland short track series, which is the short track mountain bike racing. Yeah. That is so much fun. And the atmosphere is so much fun and it's well-produced, yeah. well-put on everybody goes out there and has a blast. We missed that this summer. I don't think we're going to be able to do it in 2021. I just don't think it's going to happen given yeah. the, the state of how things operate here and, and the way that the the states are being shut down and just though, I just don't think it's going to happen.
1: Yeah. I'm go out on a limb and say cyclocross happens in 2021.
0: I like it, Matt. I like that positive outlook. You gotta have <laughs> someone,
1: so, have someone that, that's gonna throw out devil's advocate. Like that. Devil's you
3: advocate. Have to yeah. Does that mean you're gonna join uh the cyclocross ranks, Matt? In
2: 2021.
3: Yeah, my my Trek TT bike is ready to go.
2: Uh. <laughs> Tires are
1: pumped up.
0: He just gotta throw on some what 28s. That's probably wide enough, right? <laughs> 20,
1: yeah, 25, 28,
2: something. 25s, like yeah. Just. Got- <laughs> Hey, Matt, what you got? What's happening in prediction? 2021? Yep, prediction hot take. What, what do you got?
1: Um, I think Roglic is going to come back in the tour for revenge. Revenge tour. Does he win? And, yeah, he wins. Wow.
0: I got a hotter take. Roglic doesn't make the podium in 2021 tour. Uh, take. I, n- I don't think he'll be on the podium.
2: Okay, so that means he's going to be on the podium. (laughs) (laughs) That's...
0: (laughs) <laughs> now, let me also remind you that I picked Nero Quintana to win the 2020 Tour. So my 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 picks in the Tour have been notoriously terrible. So.
2: Well, I think all we saw from Nario this year, really, at the end of the day, was um, last year he had a scowl on his face. This year he had a smile on his face. I think that's about the biggest quantum leak we we saw from him this year. He didn't really Probably. live up to – I mean, he still did okay this year. He's not, an incredible cyclist. He'll never win the Tour, unfortunately. No, he's done. Bummer for
0: him. Yeah, great cyclist, so great career. Yep.
2: I like Matt's hot take though. I I think that uh I think he's got something to that <sighs> Yeah. Do we think that uh, a hot take do we think that there's going to be anything coming out about our our little friend Pogacha? Mm-hmm. Do you think that we're going to learn anything new about him?
0: No, I th- I don't I think that he's going to be kind of protected there for 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 a bit. Um if something's going to come out, it's not going to be for a few years, I think. I'd be really surprised if they try to pursue that because, I mean, the tour is in – I mean, it, it needs a really good solid 2021, 2022. And if you now throw another doping scandal into the, the so cycle there.
2: you think that the UCI would let that slide for the time – they would just put it on the back yeah. burner until oh, absolutely. things rebounded? absolutely. Absolutely. Really,
3: they've
0: they they had conversations.
2: No way!
3: If they found something, it would be out by now. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute!
0: You're you're telling me that you think the UCI and was it the AOC for 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 the tour are like some transparent organizations that are like, oh no, we're (laughs) that's that's below us. They had conversations. With Lance Armstrong about, hey, man, your results are looking a little bit questionable. Can we tone it down for a little bit? That's like an actual yeah, but, conversation. But all
3: those all those people that were there, they've all been cleaned out. And it's like all new yeah. management and,
0: now. And Jonathan Vodders is still managing a team. And so is Byron Reese until he decided not to buy into it. So there's, there's mm-hmm. still... There's still guys all around the sport that are that are influencing. But Lance it in had
2: sense. the UCI in his back pocket. He had them pay it yeah. off. He had dirt on them, and they they yeah. really couldn't go after him. And I think that once all that came down, and they cleaned out all the people that had ties to him, I think that they they need to you know do the right thing. And I think that yeah. if they were to come to people are to find out that they withheld or they pressed pause on something or they didn't act on an, uh, yeah. a, a guilty person that's been cheating. Yeah. I think that that would be a massive black eye for them, a bigger black eye than actually busting somebody that was a, a superstar. Now, I really want Pogaccia to be super clean, and I want him to be around in the sport and, and be uh, you know a super competitor for years to come. But. Yeah.
0: Well, and and Pogaccia, I mean, the, the bottom line is they, they really weren't testing very effectively in 2020. So Correct. as long as the people around him are smart and they're, they're timing everything right, there's a good chance unless somebody talks that he's, he's not going to get, you know, Brought to brought to justice. A lot of those big doping stories you you look at too were just mis timing or somebody talked. I mean, it's really yeah. the only reason that they very not not rarely, but well, no, I will I will say rarely. I think the the more rare situation is they actually test positive for something. I yeah. think that's why it makes news is yeah. because that doesn't actually happen that often.
2: So what if Pagacchia comes out and just has a pedestrian year next year at the tour? That's pretty questionable in my opinion. Then think so? That's very <laughs> questionable. Yeah.
0: No, I, I I really think that that's pretty questionable. I think. I think even looking at, and I like the guy, but I think looking at Bernal, I'm not sure if I buy this whole back thing. I I think he's having a pedestrian year for a reason. think so, huh? Pedestrian year for, when we talk about pedestrian year, we're talking for pedestrian years with people who have Cheater. FTPs north of six watts per kilo. <laughs> like, that's, like, these are, I mean, Bernal's idea of a pedestrian year is like, Two watts for his FTP, less than what he was the year before, because that's getting dropped out the back of the group at the very end of one of those stages. So I think there's a lot that goes into that, but I mean, he looked really good in twenty nineteen, looked really not good in twenty twenty. So yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I think I think I think we got some some questionable results, but I'm pumped to see. I mean, twenty twenty one Tour de France is going to have. If everybody comes there and is healthy, that's going to be a really really exciting podium race. Like
2: MVP, will he be there this coming year? I mean, will, that'd be he, awesome to see him and just going. Yeah, at how it. much longer does he have with the Alpeson? Is that which team he's on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on it's, Alpeson.
0: I
3: don't know. I don't know if he can get out of that contract yet. I mean, he's got to be on a World Tour team to make it to the tour. So
0: somebody's got to throw money at him. You know who needs to bring him on? Anyos Gran- uh, Grenadiers needs to bring him on. No, they don't. don't Everybody wants to throw money at him. Everybody wants him, Yeah, sure. And Grenadiers probably has the money to throw at him, and if they want to compete Mm with Jumbo, I mean, Jumbo Visma embarrassed them at at points this year, even though Jumbo Visma didn't have the results that they should have had. I mean, they had good results, but they should have been dominant across the board and i mean enios needs to bring in okay. somebody
2: let's let's hope and pray that that doesn't happen just oh, that so that suck, we can yeah. have a little bit of parody, parody in the sport yeah. yeah so let's go israel startup let's have no, him,
0: him frmy and mike woods together i would love that is that where
2: mike woods went yeah
0: israel startup are you sure that's my 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 little little sneaky podium pick is mike woods from israel startup i thought he went somewhere else no no he's a, he's israel a startup with frmy
2: okay and mm-hmm. who's the other um the other big name that's over there, Israel startup. Dan Martin. Dan, Richie Port. Dan, Dan Martin. I think Richie Port went right. back to Anios.
0: Yeah, Richie. Richie oh, went yeah. back to Anios. Yeah.
2: So yep. got his podium
0: in the tour. Great career. You know, I think it's cool. Like we're we're seeing this big transition period now into a new batch of Grand Tour contenders. But two guys that really I think should get like a round of applause as they're kind of heading out the door here is Quintana and Richie Port. I mean, guys that for a long time were just always in the conversation. Grand, neither of them have, like, this massive accolades or, you know, r- results. But, I mean, it, it is tough to be a Grand Tour contender for as long as Port and Quintana both were. Yeah. And Port was not only that. Right before he was a Grand Tour contender, he was he was a lieutenant for a while, too.
2: Yeah, on Sky. He yeah. Was, he, I mean, was right he was right
0: there. He was part of the Sky Engine, and that's, you know, good for him. Every year he went out and, like, seemed to dominate Wollonga Hill for the Tour Down Under. Yeah. To do that year after year, I mean, what a guy. And then to kind of end his GC Career, as he said, like with a podium in the Tour de France. Good for him. That's yeah. awesome. Still going to be
2: a super lieutenant because if anything should yeah. go wonky, well, guess who He'll steps up? Guy. Exactly. Yeah. So well,
0: I would, I would love to see him on another podium. Going
2: back to MVP. Yeah. Who would be a good team for him? Where where would be a good fit? Not Ennios, Not Jumbo No, because Rohan Dennis is. I mean, Sunweb has guy guy got there. a lot of like, like maturing like. Good, like the
0: Sunweb is a
2: great that Hershey, Mark Hershey's, yeah, like he's got a lot of
0: upside. There's a lot of upside going on in there. They would win so many grand tour stages if you throw MVP into
2: there. That would be a good mix, I think, because that's a lot of talent, that's a lot of horsepower. A lot of
0: one day classic contenders right there, too. You'd have a scary team if they, if Sunweb was able to pull together enough money to get him. Cool, hot take, hot take, yeah, cool. That is a hot take. Another hot take. Does Sep stay with Jumbo Visma through the twenty? So all the way through the twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two season. I think he's got two more years on his contract.
2: I think so. He'll finish out his contract.
0: Okay. Does he stay past that contract?
2: No. I think he's got too much potential. He's he's shown a lot of like flares of like this kid can do something. He needs to. He needs a chance. Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, he seems happy where he is right now. So yeah, Yeah. but he's not going to turn down a, a. 19.
0: yeah i agree but that's, a couple,
1: that's a couple years
0: yep he's oh god what's his age what is he like 23 24 years old 26 26 oh, okay but you know i mean still your your gc career can still go well into your 30s as guys are already showing so
2: gotcha all right here's my little uh 2021 prediction i don't know if it's much of a prediction mm. cause some stuff was leaked but shimano's going to come out with a new group set have you guys Whoa. seen this 12 speed. 12 12 12 speed so gonna it's going be to be wireless, yeah. and it's going <clears> to <throat> be self-charging.
0: Self-charging. Does that mean so I should pedal shifter, charges it?
2: Well, no, in the shifters. Now, I don't know how it's going to work with the actual derailleurs, yeah. but the shifters, there's some sort of mechanism in there that they're, um, whenever you actuate the shifting, that there's some charging going on there, so you're not going to actually have to charge or uh, put a battery inside the shifter. So I thought that was kind of neat. That is crazy. That's really cool. So, so wait, the,
1: just the shifters are going to be self-charging.
2: I, think so. Don't quote me on that. I, well, again, it's all still speculation. There were some leaks that came out from their patent that they had put through, mm-hmm. and people were looking at that, trying to decipher exactly what all of the stuff was, and I think it was just the shifter. So like the uh, the ETAP shifters, the, yeah. the SRAM ETAP, you've got the little coin cell battery, the CR20 Twenty thirty two, if I'm not mistaken, and mm-hmm. they last for years. You still have to replace them though, but it's also weight and it's a, a step that you have to do. Now, if they can get rid of the weight and they can get rid of the need of having a battery, then I think that that would be kind of a neat little thing. Yeah. Right.
0: I usually think that the only thing yeah. that's holding
2: us all back from, you know, being Grand Tour riders
0: is the battery weight and yeah. our shifting, yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 That and cables. Exactly. I think once I dropped cables, I was <laughs> expecting have to, have to be.
2: You
1: have to a battery, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah
2: you're, a still, you a battery. One, yeah, you're still going to need it's a just battery. It's just not to well, run it's accessible. Carriers. You
1: don't need the little port to take anything out, all that stuff you don't need. But you would need all the little bits and pieces to make it recharging it, you know, have it all the actuation pieces to have it recharge itself. That's interesting. I haven't heard any of this stuff, and that sounds amazing. I would love to love to see that.
2: There was just some little peaks of uh, the, the, the the schematic, if you will, that came out this past weekend, and people started to speculate. But I think some of the stuff that was deciphered was that they are going to be a, a self-charging mechanism within the actual shifter. So mm-hmm. more to come on that, but that's yeah. good to see that they're finally coming out with something. Um, who knows when it's actually going to come out, but, gosh, it's looking like they're going to be two years behind SRAM with SRAM coming out with the, the yeah. Access eTap stuff.
1: You think it'll just be Dura-Ace when it first comes out?
2: Probably. That's my, my gut is that it's going to be Dura-Ace and it'll be a trickle-down effect into the Ultegra and then yep. maybe even 105s eventually.
1: I wonder nice. if 105s will finally get DI2. If that happens in 2021, that'll actually be a big deal. That's
2: been a rumor for a while, so we'll see. It's been a rumor forever. Yeah. It's just... Where will that yeah, price they, range be, do you think, then? For the dura Ace stuff, yeah. you're probably looking at north $4,000 for a group yeah. set. If
0: it trickles down to 105, the, what do you think? Um, Fifteen.
2: I'd say about twelve hundred bucks. Twelve. That's okay. what I would guess. That would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be huge. It, it seems like it's it's double. It, so if you're, yeah. we'll save forty five hundred dollars for the the Dura stuff, it's going to be half that. So you're looking at twenty two fifty for the Di two Ultegra, and then if you go down to one hundred five, it would probably be roughly third. half of that. Or, yeah, yeah. I don't know a about third a third. The top. Yeah. Like I wonder
1: that, so. if their twelve speed will require a specific chain and require a different um, free hub. I have a lot of questions.
2: I'm going to go out on a limb and say, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to say yes, more than likely. New change. Yeah. I'm thinking so. Cause I mean, you have to think about how narrow everything is and you're going to have yep. to, you can't use the conventional hubs that they've been running. And so they're going to have to come up with something not similar, but in the same fashion of the XDR driver from uh, Shimano. I'm not Shimano, but Shram.
0: Can, can we just ask for a ceasefire at 12 speed? I'm really... I'm really getting nope. tired of that. No, but, that
1: Uno <laughs> component set is 13. Oh nope. my God.
0: Why? <laughs> just, just, I mean, I feel like if you can't get up the climb at a 12 range, just don't do the climb. Then the climb is too steep I for think, you. <laughs> I think
2: so. Conventional wisdom isn't that it's not that you need more climbing gear. It's yeah. going one by. It's yeah. everything
0: wants to go one by. So then thirteen makes sense with one by. But yeah. But Ugh. if
2: you think about it, they're going to be losing a front derailleur. That's one less thing that they can sell you. They're going to be losing a chain ring. That's another less thing that they're going to be able to sell you. I'm sure they'll just pad it into the cost of things. But um, I don't know if you're dropping weight, making it more simplistic, and the bike's yeah. going to ride nicer than that.
0: You guys seen the like? Um, oh, I'm I'm so going to butcher this. My 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 little brother really nerded out and looked into this type of shifting. It's the it's like the the it's 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 a completely variable shifting based off like friction in the back it was it was basically like a seamless oh, like drivetrain yeah, it's like
2: a drive yeah it's like a drivetrain which was advertised yeah. as
0: like zero friction which is not true i mean everything has friction but it's you know it was like it was like you tension your shifting so it was it's it's not like you have 12 speeds. you had technically innumerable amounts of uh-huh. ranges you could sit that, in but that's how most
1: car shifting works now right so Yeah. it's like continuous exactly shifting.
0: yeah yeah so, hey, I mean, that's, maybe that's the next step is infinity shifting. Be like, you thought 13 speeds was too much. How about endless speeds?
2: Hey, Evan, hit us with another uh, prediction.
0: Another prediction. Okay, uh, my next prediction is in 2021, the marathon world record will fall, and it will fall to somebody not named Kipchoge or Bekele. I think there are a lot of very very fast times coming out of Kenya, Ethiopia, and Uganda at this time. Specifically, Uganda. Uh, Uganda's got two runners right now that are just otherworldly. They and, are
1: otherworldly, Evan. My prediction is that you are wrong. Oh. Those otherworldly, those otherworldly, like you know, performances are not going to happen as soon as we have out of out of
0: <laughs> out of competition testing again. Yeah. Well. My hope is whatever they were doing, they've banked the, the adaptations that they need and that somebody goes sub two in an actual road race. That would be incredible.
2: Hmm. That
1: I'm, would be amazing. I don't see it happening.
0: I think there's a, there's a couple real fast Ugandans coming out of this. There, there really, really are. I also have a hot take that I believe Camus High School will have two kids go sub 15 this year. Local that hot take. would
1: be That would be crazy, actually, if that actually happened.
0: You think they got a chance, Matt?
1: i think that that yeah i mean they have a very it's just to have two people have a performance like that you know on the same day is is asking a lot so
0: that is we'll see yeah but you know matt's the greatest coach in the country so you know he's, <laughs> he's, he, he's gonna work his magic
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right matt let's go to you again another one
1: well i, I already predicted that um That no world records are going to happen next year. Uh, I think that you know on the especially on the running front, performances are going to seem a lot more mundane. If if the you know testing comes back and and I think it will because I think you'll get a couple of these people that that can actually travel and test. Those people will get a vaccine of some sort and be able to do their job and test people for the drugs that they're probably using. So my predictions are different than Evans and I don't think there's going to be all the same level of world records uh, but also similar to Evans in that I do think that um, the out of season drug testing will come back this year I think you mentioned that earlier Evan yeah and I think that that's going to be really good for our sport so it could potentially be one of those years where we do see a lot of positive drug tests a lot of people that are testing positive for stuff and if we do like everyone's going to get worked up and how horrible these sports are but really when you don't see the positive test not good. That's yeah. never good.
0: I def- you I- should
1: hope to at least see a little bit of that.
0: I definitely agree with you. If you're seeing some positive tests in the news, we shouldn't see that as bad news. We, we need to see that as, okay, if you have hundreds and hundreds of world elite competitors, I mean, just run the stats. Obviously, if you have like 500 elite, you know, uh, track cyclists, there should be one to 10 tests positive. I mean, that's just human nature. You're, you're going to get some cheaters in a group of 500 people. And if right. you go through an entire season yeah, and you're like, man, what a great year for the tour. Nobody tested positive. You should instantly yeah. look at that and be like, wow, they are really not testing well. Or looks like the dopers are now ahead of, ahead of the curb again. So yeah. that's, yeah I, I think, that, yeah, I think that should be people's response. But um, I, I, I still think there'll be some records falling in 2021. I think 2020 was a great year for records just in general across endurance sports, even including swimming. I just watched the ISL. Um, which is the International Swimming League, Uh, Caleb Dressel just threw down an insane 100-meter free. I think he was, like, barely off as a record. Caleb Dressel's, like, on the peak of breaking a couple world records right now. So as we go into, you know, the next Olympic cycle, everybody everybody who knows swimming, like Caleb Dressel's, like, saying Michael Phelps these days, we're going to get another American who's bringing in a lot of medals. That's for sure. Cool. So I'm seeing some records fall in swimming, too. And as we all know, we are a trending swimming podcast. Isn't that right, Matt? So I think, I think i think we're higher up the swimming list than we are the the, the cycling list right i think uh, unfortunately i think that's true oh it's so true <laughs> because me, me and matt just asked the hard questions in swimming like what's freestyle and is I am all four yeah. strokes well i think a lot of people,
1: a lot of people come to Evan and i for swimming
3: advice for sure
0: they do, so they that's, do. Probably why, that's
3: probably that's why we're trending
0: i know they they look at us I and love, they're like i think what i think we're Look at those incredibly I average think we're swim trending splits. Only
3: because there's no other swimming podcasts. Yeah, I might be the only one talking about it.
0: Uh, I think. <laughs> I think you're downplaying that we're an industry leader, Lance. Okay. <laughs>
2: Good stuff. There's my one for the day, Lance. What else you got?
3: My prediction for 2021 is that. Uh, Jake's shoulder and uh, Matt's uh, Achilles heel enough that they can get back to a little bit more of normal life. That's what I think.
2: That'd That's a important. hot take. I like that. I like that. I that. like that. I like that hot take. How can we make sure that that like it's not a prediction, but it, like that actually comes to fruition and happens? Drugs. S- drugs. Dr- Dr- on. drugs. Just don't and, test me. <laughs> drugs and strength training. There, there you go. go.
0: Drugs and strength training. <laughs> Just don't test us. As, <laughs> as they say on a podcast that is listened to across Oprah.
2: <laughs> oh, oh I,
0: got a, I got another hot take here. Go for it. I think in 2021, this is dependent on if there will be road racing. Lance Hepler will win a road race. Not a cyclocross race or a gravel race. He will win a road race.
3: Hmm. I I don't know about that.
0: It'll probably be Masters. (laughs) What would you race, Lance? Masters 2-3?
3: Well, I'm still a 4 on the road.
0: How are you still a 4 on the road? Because I haven't done many road
3: races, (laughs) and every one that I've done, I've been working for somebody else. No. So...
0: Then th- I'll put that as a guarantee that Lance Hepler will win a, a road race if racing happens this no, spring. No,
2: I think Lance would race a 50-plus. I don't think they break it out by categories. I think it's just like yeah, just 50-plus, 50. 50 right? Oh, it'll
0: be all, all categories 50-plus?
2: Uh,
3: sometimes they do one, two, three fifty two, three 50-plus races, and then they'll four do five. Um, uh, four, five 50-plus uh, races. If there's a four, five 50-plus race, I'm all over that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 I'd like to see you out there with uh, Dr. Hanel and Hatfield and uh, Andy Levine and a few of those guys. You guys are out there just causing havoc. That would be fun to watch. Oh, my
3: gosh. So much fun. Yeah, I hope so.
2: Gotcha. Um, Here's my hot take. Contrary to what Evan just said, mm-hmm. I think that road racing gets officially put on life support and it very well could be not a thing of the past, but it's going to be something that Ugh. it probably won't recover from for many, many, many years. I think that you to travel
0: to road race. I, I think probably so. Go to other states. Probably. I mean, yeah. if you think about yeah.
2: just here in the Pacific Northwest, I mean, there's a lot of promoters who have shut it down even pre-COVID. Yeah. Now you're looking at, like, the whole race scene just being completely anemic because of COVID. And who's going to come back and put on a race when people are going to be scared to come out to do a race? Even when right. there's going to be vaccines and things of that nature, you've got such a dwindled down sport that people have kind of not turned their back on but just haven't, like, fully embraced and loved. I, I just don't I don't see road racing coming off life support for a lot of time if it's not pronounced DOA. Oh, boy that's just my two Jake, cents. same
1: thing could happen to the triathlon races in the community for sure it's 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 highly possible
2: yeah so i'm saddened to say that i don't want to see that i'm i will do everything in my personal power to help um bolster the sport and get it back on the map and and we're doing little things behind the scenes but um gosh i, I just i don't know I, i'm worried about yeah. road racing
0: Hello.
2: Strava, Strava world coming. I all was, we have to do is Strava. I was
0: about to say that, Lance. I was like, oh, it lo- looks like KLMs are the real racing now.
2: <laughs> so that was one of my other hot takes for 2021 And that um, Strava and Zwift are going to become bigger than ever. Yeah. And I think that with all of the new people coming into Zwift, cycling and triathlon Z-Z-Z and sports. Yeah, Zwift
0: is huge right now, whether Obra wants to say it is or not. it It is massive. And that's, I mean, and me and Jake have talked about this in here is, sometimes I don't know I feel like you you got to look at your situation if you're a race organizer and if you're not providing what people want to be doing then what are you doing you know what I mean like if if Zwifting was the, the the go-to this year which makes sense you know racing's not happening in person if you're a race organizer what should you be doing you should be responding to what the people are doing and that means Strava and Zwift right now and I don't and I could be completely wrong here and just be the dumb triathlete talking here but like I haven't seen anything from Mobra and Zwift or Strava. Has
2: anybody? Nope. Yeah. That's incredibly disappointing. There's. I'm going to bite my tongue. I'm going to just pass. I'm, I'm, plead I'm fifth on this one.
0: <laughs> well, this just like Jake is devil's advocate in me and not agreeing, but I could care less. I'll talk against over I, – I that's ridiculous. No, that no I'm, Swift not, or Strava. I'm not
2: talking against you, my friend. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, play, I'm playing fake devil's advocate over yeah. here. <laughs> there are, are sometimes organizations just completely miss the mark on stuff, and it's unfortunate, but, um, you know, just – there's so many things that aren't being harnessed. Uh, and again, yeah. I don't want to get into this too much. Um, but they, they, they're missing the mark on so many fronts. It's not even funny. And that's their thing and that's what yeah. they want to do. And yeah. Cause you know, I mean, and this is, and Matt and Matt and me can speak to this
0: all, there's a lot of Ironman bashing going on right now, as Matt knows, especially after this last weekend, um, uh texas 73 got canceled pretty last minute which just seems
2: to be the mo right now that was crappy yeah that i mean yeah, we knew did, people that had already flown yeah, there that were getting a lot prepped of people for the race then, yeah
3: people en route yeah, yeah. yes
0: yep. yes so that uh, iron man has done some very crappy things this year but at least they tried to pivot and make a virtual option too they, you know iron man was trying things at least so so i'll give iron man a, a you know at least one positive that like hey they realized what was going on in 2020 and tried to pivot a little bit the the way they've literally stolen people's money they're going to be paying the price for it for a long time i think they've lost a lot of trust of the endurance community but um hopefully by iron Man screwing up as much as they have they've driven people now to i hope in 2021 people really choose local racing for triathlon i hope people say i'm going to fully support my my local racing and try to keep them viable and alive and thriving for as long as possible that's my hope from 2020 but we'll see if that actually happens or not
3: there's too much demand for ironman races there, there's a lot of demand they, yeah if they if they say the race is going to happen people are going to do them regardless so oh, yeah
2: what are the but, odds? Yes.
3: Of one
0: of these other. Sadly,
1: I I don't think I mean as Ironman can pretty much be horrible all the time and there's like and raise the prices and still no consequences. Yeah, so I mean their business. If there are consequences, they will adjust their business. But until there are consequences, they're not going to.
2: How yeah. are these other yeah. organizations they, not taken yeah. off in this? In light of this, I, I don't understand. Um,
0: so I think, I think the, the, the really, really tough part is Ironman's in a wonderful job of pinning the market. Um, so I mean, for, 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 instance, when challenge does a race, they can't even call it the half Ironman distance or the full Ironman distance as Matt knows what, Matt, what do they call it? The half distance and the full distance? I think they
1: have the 70.3 terminology. That...
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, in so some it's, regard- Yeah, like Ironman has so pinned their marketing that literally the race name is them. Yeah. So that is hard to, like, break into. So anytime you're going to a Rev 3 or Challenge race, I even heard myself saying this a couple times when I first took my pro cards that the joke was for some of us were like, oh, man, if you can't compete at an Ironman race, well, at least you can go and race Rev 3. So it's almost like that step-down competition. Sure. Now, what I don't understand is – I think a lot of people getting into it just like, Hey, I just want to finish this and check it off my bucket list, which is a good portion of people doing Ironman, which is great. I think, right. I think people should get, get into the sport to do something like that. But, um, it still has an Ironman brand. You know, there's still that, that image that you want to cross the finish line and be called an Ironman. If you do a challenge race or rev three race, and I don't even know of many full distance or full 140.6 races that they do. Um, I just think it's a, it's, it's, it's a marketing thing. People, you know, they're not gonna, you know, it's like Matt LeGrand, you are a full distance completer. You know, they, that they'd that they have to announce – there's this thing with announcing that across the yeah. finish line
2: that's big to people. You're starting well, to it, like, get into the whole world of semantics. Why doesn't yeah. the, the community just come together and come up with a better name that kind of supersedes the word Iron Man and what yeah. that means? And come mm-hmm. up with a different name for it and then get away from Iron Man and come up with awesome. a better competition, Yeah, I think, a better, I think, better, I think, better I think, format. I think it would be a good move for the community for sure. I think sure. that's
1: a lot easier said than done. I don't think that it's – I mean, companies are trying to do that. It's just that it hasn't ever taken off
2: yeah well. Yeah.
1: you know it's also sick because like you can try to pump all this money into this stuff and then people don't show up and then the next year you're not gonna pump as much money into it you don't have as much money sure. like it's, it's you know it's Evan mentioned like yeah you can do Rev 3 or you can do Ironman but the Ironman when those are where the prize purses are gonna be yep you know and so it's it plays within itself a little bit in that you know Positive reinforcement and negative reinforcement. If you don't have people clamoring to do your race, then you don't have money for prize purses. You know, you don't have the clout uh, because yeah, you won some Rev Three race, no one cares. Exactly, and, so that's, I, I don't-
0: and that's where I think it comes in, Magic. Just like well, and also, it's th- think about just from an age group point of view too. Is most people, even if you're lightly competitive, you're still trying to qualify in your age group. Doesn't matter if you're sixty to sixty-five or twenty to twenty-five. Um, and, mm-hmm. and qualifying in your age group means one thing. You're qualifying for Ironman World Championship or I, or Half Ironman World Championship. I don't even yeah. know. Is there a Ref 3 championship you could qualify for? I'm not even sure.
1: Challenge races that they do have their, like, world championships um, at Roth, but it, I think you don't have to qualify for it. I think you'll get in.
0: Roth's a uh, huge race, too. Yeah. Roth's, Roth's an awesome, yeah, it, awesome race. it's...
3: Uh, of Kona that I think has really the brand is built on people wanted to get there people wanted to do the same thing they've done in Kona that's what has really built the you know the the brand which is why they can charge what they want and do what they want so Mm
0: -hmm. yep I agree it's a tough, it's a tough brand to be. i would love to see them lose their
1: Iron Man trademark bit, which they don't really have. It's like they're licensing it, but still, if they lost that, man, that would be, It'll
0: be the wild, the wild time West to for a year. strike, right? Yeah, absolutely. If I, God, if you're challenged and they lose that Iron Man brand, you should, I mean, that'd be a competitive year. Who owns yeah, that the word Iron Man then that, that they're
2: licensing it from?
0: US. That's a good question. I have no idea. Who owns uh, Iron Man? So
1: Marvel owns Iron Man, the name Iron Man. <laughs> and, um, so, Iron Man, the comp- like, the Iron Man company, like, kept it super quiet for a long time that they didn't own it. Like, they didn't want anyone to know about it. But, like, once people started digging into it, they were like, uh, yeah, Marvel owns this. And L- Iron Man licenses, licenses it from Marvel to use <laughs> wow. for all of their whatever, like, races and, you know, clothing or whatever. Like, so, each year they're licensing that particular terminology. And uh, that's it. Like... Crazy.
0: Well, and I and that's I think crazy. this 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 next generation of triathletes is going to be a little bit different. Um, I think a lot of the young kids now that get into the sport, they're developing as actual triathletes, which means that they develop as swimmers, they develop as runners, they get on the bike at younger ages. Um, I think the competitive top end of the sport and and even middle portion are going to be people that were exposed to the sport at younger ages, and I think that's a good thing because it's one. I think developing this movement away from it just being a bucket list check mark. And that's where Ironman dominates is in people who just want to come in and do the big full, you know, just do, it's like when you go to work and it's like, did you do the Ironman? You know, the one in Hawaii, you can answer. Yes. And you know, that's, that's the goal. I think there's going to be a generation of athletes coming in who raced short distance. They raced to draft legal they that that's where I think a lot of the 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 growth is going to happen in the sport or at least I hope so because I I know I think that's a
1: big hope Evan I disagree with you I think you're still I mean the it's the 40 year old you know how old am I like 42 year old guys that come in and are like I want to do an Ironman they don't you know I don't you know 20 years from now I think it's going to be the same people you know doing the same thing like I want to do an Ironman those aren't the same people that did triathlon when they were young growing up
0: usually not yeah yeah, no. And that's
1: the like you said. That's the majority of these people. It is. So. It
0: is still. And and I'm not saying it's going to not still be the majority. I just hope that it'll be a little bit less of the majority. Not that I don't mind those people getting into sport, but I want those people to get into sport and say I want to take a healthy approach to this sport and I want to learn how to swim, learn how to bike, be a good runner, start in the short distances and make goals in the short distances, and then one day maybe build up to long distance if I want to, and not have the short distances looked down on as like. Oh, you only did the half, or you only did the Olympic. It's like no; th- those can be very competitive races as you're in your 40s and 50s. Speed's not a bad thing to strive for, and I, I, I just hope that 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 ideology starts to starts to shift a little bit, and you know, it goes away from that um, kind of thump your chest and oh, I've done a full Ironman versus just being happy in the sport and enjoying it and supporting local racing, which is usually your shorter distance racing. Could happen. Yeah. Full. Yeah. Hopeful thinking. Hopeful thinking.
2: Fun. <laughs> All right. <What> else <laughs> was- yep, it's happening again. <laughs> you guys are trying so hard. Evan, do you well, other? Well, this is the only reason I'm here. Any other hot like, takes? Why else Evan? would I be here? <laughs> so- <laughs> now that's it. That's it. All right, Matt. What? What about you? Getting more?
1: Uh, for what? Like predictions?
2: Predictions. Hot takes. What you got?
1: Uh, I agree with you. Uh, Zwift is gonna keep rocking. I mean, it's it's doing fantastic this year. I don't see that changing. I see more competitors on the same kind of marketplace.
2: Ro, Ro. you still there? Picking up, aren't we? Oh, there. No, you're back. <laughs> People are listening. Uh, yeah, so, going. what the Digital heck?
3: racing is going to continue to be popular.
2: Yeah, I definitely agree with you, Lance.
3: My last hot take is uh, I'm going to ride another 12,000 miles next year. That's it. Whoa. So, yeah. Wow.
0: What are you up to now, Lance? I'm,
3: I'm right at 12,000 for the year already.
2: What are you shooting for? 13? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Riding every day. Riding every day. <laughs> I was crunching some numbers. I think I should land somewhere right around like 91 or 9,200 miles, which not too bad considering. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. What are you guys well say again
3: matt uh, it is over
2: say that one more time start over he, he's
3: <laughs> asking if uh if we're gonna take a day off after 100 is over probably Are you not. gonna take a day off no just
2: gonna keep I don't going i'm either <laughs> and 100 days yeah, for a habit
0: like, what's the habit thing three months for a habit whatever they say
3: i'm actually at like
0: 20
3: right now and if i look before the challenge actually started I'd already done like 23 days in a row or something so wow
2: that's impressive dude um yeah just going back to that real quick the whole Strava thing too I think they're going to get even bigger the fact that they announced that they got 110 million dollars of funding um and that there's going to be some new toys coming down the line from Strava I'm very excited about what they are going to be rolling out and I I, I don't know we we've, we've talked about a bunch of stuff here on the show before about things that we're hoping that are going to come down. Do you guys have anything that you think that or that you've heard that is definitely going to be something that they're going to roll out in 2021? Thanks. Oh. and Matt Lancer freezing up again. No rumors. No rumors. I heard any? Rumors. Gotcha. No. Evan, anything from you over there, uh, Captain Technology? Nope. Haven't heard anything yet. <laughs> Not on my Instagrams. <laughs> All right. Um, my last two little hot takes, and then we'll we'll call it a day. Unfortunately, this internet connection is killing me right now. Hopefully, people are still listening. Um, I, my first hot take is that Evan Price will actually turn 30 in 2021. That's a pretty safe bet. I, I've been hearing this for, like, years, that Evan's going to turn 30. I don't think
0: I can actually play devil's advocate to that, because that might actually be true in 2021.
2: I think that he's going to turn 30 in 2021, so gonna be so happy about that i think so i think so unless
0: (laughs) Uh, unless they take away birthdays in 2021 which is still a possibility i think i
2: might turn 30 (laughs) and then i know at the beginning of 2020 this is my second one i think i tossed it out there that matt legrand was going to hit 10,000 followers on his youtube channel um i said that just being the the you know eternal optimist that matt was actually going to do it thinking that "Eh, that's kind of like a long shot but he has just about come up to about halfway point on that does that sound about right you am only at like
1: 4,500 right
2: now. Okay. So by the end of the year, you will definitely be at 5,000. So you will pretty much have met half that. My hot take is going to be that Matt hits 10K next year. That would be awesome. What's your little algorithm saying? When is that going to happen? Matt's got this full on spreadsheet that that tells him exactly when he's going to hit certain numbers and how many. (laughs) I don't know.
1: My numbers, like, I'm not growing at the same rate that I have been in the past, but it. 10,000 could happen in the, this next summer or, you know, next fall or something like that. Depends on, you know, what video, if I can put out more videos, then I'll get more followers, but sure. it doesn't look like my work is going to slow down anytime soon. So, um,
2: you're not going to slow down you know. on the video production, are you?
1: I'm probably like one week is my minimum. I would love to put out two videos per week, but it's, uh, doesn't look like that's going to happen anytime soon. Yeah.
2: Well, as long as you stick to that one a week, I think that'll keep all
0: of us happy. Aren't your kids like 18 yeah. now and out of the house yet, Matt?
1: Yeah, they're at least 18 and one somewhere in there.
0: That's what I thought. <laughs> Ethan, Ethan, at least w- w- with how intelligent he, intelligently he speaks, I figure he's got to be like getting a job here soon and getting out of the house and starting his career. <laughs>
1: yeah, he acts like he's like 15, 16 years old for sure. I know. It's not a good thing. I love it.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, let's do one last thing and then get out of here. Hep, one last thing
3: um uh happy thanksgiving everybody please be safe and uh wear your mask and uh keep your group small
2: yeah enjoy your tofu turkey uh, buddy
0: i have oh, no idea yeah. what i'm gonna eat oh, i'm eating man. brussels sprouts oh that sounds terrible lance that sounds so bad
3: <laughs> i have no complaints about my life
0: oh at all. except for that one <laughs> there you go evan one last thing uh, I'm not going to catch Lance in total miles on the bike this year. I think I'm creeping up on 11,000 here soon, but 12 was going to be my goal and Lance Do- Dr. Hepler will beat me, but I think I got you in miles running. And that's the one thing I got you. In. Oh
3: yeah, definitely for sure. Since mine is zero. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, there's <still> a <laughs> couple goal. miles in there and cross you did what? Three or four races. <laughs> yeah. And those, a couple. and those are way more <laughs> like, like valuable. Miles maybe add it up to a mile. <laughs>
3: Yeah, to jump to a mile, maybe. Just out
2: of curiosity, between you two, how many hours have you guys logged to date? Do you happen to know off the top of your head? I'll be
0: right at 600 by the end of 12 months. Really? Uh, by 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 the end of December, I'll be right at 600, yeah.
2: How about you, Lance? I have
3: no clue. Let me look here. That's-
0: you got no. to be probably um, 650 would be my guess, Lance, by the end of December.
2: How many hours do you got, Matt? Do you have any idea?
1: I have no idea. I know I hit like half last week for a week. But I have no idea. Like on a yearly basis, I, I it's been a bad year though for sure.
0: I
2: picked up the
1: pace.
0: The hundred days definitely helped your average though.
2: So I'm gonna look at my the, annual that'll... statistics here real quick, and my year-to-date time is 451, almost 452 hours.
0: You'll be over 500. Yeah, yeah I'm mm-hmm.
2: I'm looking at like four ten. I'm um, sorry, be right five at ten. Ten five... thousand. right. Close to ten thousand miles. Yeah. No, I'm going to be Nine. more like 91, 92. Okay. So yeah, which isn't bad considering. God, Jordan Rickards
0: has crazy i think he's over he's north of 15k i think miles
2: it's a lot of miles on swift but uh um, robert's
0: way up there too yeah. robert's is different to me too because so much off-roading they do yeah makes it really impressive to me and also yeah. just the elevation gain that they do is nuts I mean, good job robert yeah great year great year for jordan robert for sure and talk to being a you know most of, most of Tonk's miles came earlier in the year before. Now all life responsibilities have uh-huh. <laughs> come down onto him. But good on you, Tonk. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Jordan's having fun th- out there in Colorado. And I'm, oh, yeah. I'm guessing that he's going to rack up a bunch of big miles and a big lot of elevation gain. gain. Yeah. I was going to say yeah. Jordan.
0: Jordan's next year is going to be very elevation gain-based. Yeah. What you got,
3: Lance? I found mine. I'm at 756 hours.
0: You're kidding me. 756 hours, Lance?
3: Uh, seven hundred
0: and thirty-six hours. Yeah, you smoked yep, me on for hours. the year. That's not even close. Holy cow, dude! <laughs> you destroyed me. That in is hours.
2: insane. That's uh, that's impressive. <laughs> that's <laughs> uh,
3: it, sh- it should be more like fifteen thousand miles with that many
0: hours. <laughs> that's actually Lance. I I I was looking at this. That's right at where that's that's where my total for all three sports is going to be close. Well, that's that's, what, nuts. that's
2: kind of what I was asking you for your total hours. Hours.
0: Yeah, uh, I'll be over two i I'll be like at twenty one hundred miles running. I don't know what hours that that translates down to.
2: Yeah, we'll have to go look at your like five hours. You hours a week. log everything on Strava, no? Yeah? yeah. Yeah. So
0: like five hours a week. Around. So I'll be like just south of eight hundred hours on the year. Probably right at eight hundred hours. For Jeez. Year. Yeah.
2: Pretty nuts. Wow. Evan, one last thing. That was my one last thing. Was the
0: to- totals as we get close to the end of the year?
2: Oh, gotcha. Yeah. All right, and Matt, what's yours? Uh,
1: video from this week was uh, about the bike behind me, the BMC uh, Team Machine SLR one Go check it out. Go check out the video on YouTube. I still YouTube. haven't had a chance to uh, watch you can learn that about the
2: bike. Yeah, haven't had a chance to watch that, but I will catch that today when I'm on the trainer. Likely,
1: it's a very dramatic intro yes i the love light. the intro it's, like,
0: it's
2: a great yeah, the intro. bike is
1: like very dramatic lighting and such i sent you the intro jake
2: oh, i did see that it, part i didn't get to watch the the meat of it though
1: yeah the meat of it's just me talking about the bike but you guys should definitely check it out
2: cool My one last thing is that the ugly Christmas sweater ride that was scheduled for December 5th will likely be pushed back a couple weeks. Um, And that's just because of the COVID restrictions that are coming down. Kind of thought long and hard about that. Put it out there to the team. Um, Everybody seems to be fine with it being pushed back. I think that that's the right thing to do for us. And if for some reason the COVID restrictions get pushed back even further and overlap with that again, we will still hold it on the date that we move it to, which I believe is going to be, oh gosh, what did I say? The 19th? Is that what it is? I'll have to check that here and get back to you real quick. But um, if it does get moved back again, we will change the ugly Christmas sweater ride to be a little bit more, um, I guess you could say time trial format, maybe? Question mark?
0: We should go out to Vancouver Lake and just do, we we all do the Jack Frost course. Everybody's got to start however long apart from each other. <laughs> <And> <laughs> yes. You have to do the time trial on a sweater.
2: Yeah, so it will be on the 19th of December. Um, and that's just, be, again, because the, I think the COVID restrictions are in place until um, a few days before that or like a week before that and I just don't want it to be an issue Um, so we'll push it back in worst case scenario just you can go out and you can do the ride and and we'll all be super spaced out and you can wave to people and it'll just be like ants crawling all over Clark County on bikes and Christmas sweaters and Christmas lights so (laughs) that'll be fun Um, and then our bikes for kids I am going to be posting up a bunch of stuff hopefully on that this weekend Um, the... uh, the GoFundMe page and the, the Venmo stuff and the different ways that people can help uh, support that that cause. And then hopefully we'll be able to get some bikes for these kids and, and pass them out once the whole COVID thing kind of starts to settle down and bikes are back in stock. So that's where we are at with all of that stuff. Anything else, guys? Nope. Nope. All right then, I'm going to say podcast out. Sorry for the uh, the bad connection today. We'll work on that. Hopefully, we can get that sorted out for uh, future shows if we're still going to be doing this whole podcast in uh, Skype thing. Um, we will be back Thanks, next COVID. week. Yeah, exactly. We'll be back with uh, <laughs> another episode next week for you. Hope you enjoyed podcast 144. Bye for now.